It is Monday, June 27th. Welcome to the CHGO Sky podcast presented by PointsBet. Use code CHGO when you sign up to get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. It has been quite a week in Skytown. Uh, so before we break down all of that interesting action, uh, yeah, uh, let's catch up a bit. So uh, yeah, Sabria, how have you been? I've been good. I feel like this week went by really fast, but we have a lot of stuff to talk about today, so I'm really excited. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Uh, So just as a quick housekeeping note, we will be on hiatus because it is indeed the 4th of July. Sabria, do you have any plans for the 4th? Um, No. Where I live in Chicago, stay in the house. That's about it. (laughs) Yeah, say no more. Um, I will be out of town, actually. I am taking a short trip to San Francisco with a couple of my friends. Uh, Just going to go out there, uh, catch a couple of ball games, head right on back. I don't know. Maybe I'll see some things blow up. I don't know. know, I'm not not a big fireworks person. I take it it you're not either. No, I'm not. When I was a kid, I was at my family's like little 4th of July function. And you know, the little sparklers like the that everyone loves for weddings. My cousin was chasing me with one. I was not necessarily the fittest kid and not the fittest adult. And so I got tired of running. And so I thought I like outran her. So I'm like, okay, I'm good. And I stopped and she was right behind me. So when I stopped, her momentum kept going and she got me in the back of the head with a sparkler and my hair caught on fire. So I do not do fireworks. I will not go outside with fireworks. I will just crawl and ball up and not go anywhere. So please do not have fire around me. (laughs) Yeah, you will not catch me in Indiana or Wisconsin buying fireworks to uh, blow off here in the great state of Illinois. Nope, couldn't be me. Not gonna do that. It has been a quite uh, a news noteworthy week across the entire league. Uh, just really like lots of really interesting news from across the W too. Uh, so Tina Charles got a divorce, con- uh, had a contract divorce from the Phoenix Mercury. Now she's been putting up numbers and like we've talked about it before, the Mercury have a little bit of a chemistry issue. And I know Tina wasn't really happy with how she was being used in the offense. Uh, but then uh, this uh, just telltale tweet uh, resurfaced where it's a video of assumedly Sophie Cunningham saying F Tina Charles. Uh, So it seems as if she's leaning into the villain role. um, I don't think she has to lean in. I think every fan has put her there (laughs) anyway. Absolutely true. But anyway, like, like what do you make of this? I mean, like someone said, Sophie Cunningham just looks for an opportunity to, you know, come at a certain type of person. I'm not even just going to get into that, but, like, that's what she does. That's who she is. I'm not shocked. And and it was funny because when the person first reported that a player had said it, I was reading the quote tweets, and like myself, most of us thought, oh, that has to be Skylar or Diana. Like, mm-hmm. it didn't even cross my mind that Sophie would have the gall to say such a thing. yeah. Yeah, she's, just, yeah, she's like the equivalent of, like, a C-list Batman villain. Just, like, I mean, you've got, like, Diana is, like, like maybe, I don't know, like, the Joker or Poison Ivy. And then you get uh, Sophie, who's, like, a little bit further down the list. Yeah, like, <laughs> I'm like, ma'am, we let you live last year. We did. Like, we you know? really let you live with the whole 
diamond and car situation. So it's like, okay, you kind of got maybe in people's good graces by default just because diamond seems to be able to coexist with you. So, like, you weren't really on the radar. And now it's just like, Sophie, come on. Like, why would you do that? Like, I'm glad. Like, I watched that game. It was a great game. Um, I appreciated Skylar. Now, that's someone who is leaning into her villain role. And I remember she tweeted after the situation with Diana that she's strong enough to be the villain. I'm going to have to agree with her because that night night was insane. Mm -hmm. And then there's a video of Arike. (laughs) They caught her at the worst moment where she's telling her, like, you know, shut the F up. So I'm like, okay, spicy. And then to see her take, you know, what could have just been a win about you all and just saying that you... You don't need her. Like, that's all you... Like, the score would have proved it. Like, that's what you could have said. Granted, it was Dallas, so, like, not too much. But the fans would have been on your side. And now you just ruined it trying to be funny. Because, Sophie, we, like, as a whole, like... I'm not going to say we don't like you. But, you know, most people just don't like you. Like, I just feel like she didn't have to do that. And I'm not mad at Tina. Are you mad at Tina? I'm not. No. Uh, yeah, it, it wasn't a great situation for her. Um, It wasn't a great situation for the Mercury. So, yeah, I can completely understand why uh, they had to part ways. And anyway, it looks as if she has a much better situation in Seattle next. Uh, she's one of, I think, four UConn players now playing for Seattle now. <sighs> oh, yes. Um, that's the only beef I have with Tina. It's like, Tina, good God. Like, good Lord. We were, I'm so sick of hearing about UConn. Like, you don't make it any better. I think, obviously, the UConn fans are just going to eat that up. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, if you look at the last team she's been on, and I said this. I, oh, yeah, I have my I told you some of it because I said in the very beginning when we talked about Tina going there, I said it was not going to work because you have too many first option people. Mm-hmm. And the thing about, you know, being a first option, a second or role player, if you have so many first options, it's not going to work. And I knew that because she was the leading scorer in the league last year, but her team's record didn't necessarily reflect that. Right. Unfortunately, it was because Elena Deladon was out. Before that, you know, she was in a bad situation with New York and their record. So I think she thought maybe the minutes didn't matter to her coming into this because she's thinking you have a team that just made it to the finals. All of those pieces essentially are bring, being brought back with Skyler. Diana, uh, Breezy, Shay, and what everyone thought was going to be Brittany Griner. Mm-hmm. So that obviously changes things. It has changed things from the beginning. You don't, you're missing a huge piece, and maybe she just was not, you know, sold anymore with their losing records. So I'm not mad at her. But if she's going to claim it was four minutes, I don't see how that's going to work in Seattle either. So, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, Seattle is pretty pretty crowded as is. And so Glassic has uh, commented that Ezzy has earned that starting spot. Right. And, yeah, she absolutely has. Like, yep. I've seen her just block everything. Like, I, sometimes I get afraid if I'm throwing something in my, my trash <laughs> that Ezzy is going to just sneak up and just block it. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, that's going to be a very interesting situation in Seattle uh, moving forward. But anyway, uh, from the screenshot from the video, it looks like Sophie is like grabbing her own ass. Um, so that, that's specifically why I chose that. Like, I, I completely understand if we can't show the screenshot because it's, uh, 
Yeah, it, it does have the F word spelled out. Uh, and also, too, Sophie is, in fact, grabbing her own ass. Um, so I just wanted to point that out before we move on. Listen, I just, I somebody tweeted it and I forgot to write it down. But I am looking forward to the next time Phoenix plays Seattle. Because, I listen, I think no matter what Tina does, there is going to be a part of Twitter that's going to, think she's the villain. People have yeah. already come with their think pieces about her leaving the team. And when watching the game, right before the Phoenix coach said it was mutual, which is contract divorce. And then the person, the commentator is like, she quit on the team. We'll start. What information do you have? Hmm. Because last year, my favorite player, Candace Dupree, had the same situation with Seattle where they let, essentially let her go. So it's just like teams do this all the time. So a, a player taking that into her own hands. Now all of a sudden she's a villain. So interested to see if she's going to respond online or if she's just going to let, you know, her game talk. Cause I will, I can't wait to see it. Hmm. Uh, which scenario do you think is more likely to happen? Like, what do you mean? The game talking or is she going to go online and. Completely- I, oh, definitely. I think Tina's definitely like old school games going to talk. And I just want her to keep that same energy. Cause sis, you didn't have to say it after the game in a state, in a building where you know Tina's not at. Keep that same energy. You, I would have rather you waited until y'all beat her new team. But I would love to see if she keeps that same energy with Tina in a building. Spoiler alert, she's not. <laughs> you heard it here, for her, here first, folks. Right. Going off to Sky News You Can Use. Uh, so the Sky are 3-0 and in their last three games. That is a 3-0 winning streak. And they're also atop ESPN's power rankings. So we had an epic comeback, a triple-double, uh, and a buzzard beater. So, uh, yeah, I mean, we all kind of knew that the chances of running it back was we're going to be pretty high. Yes, that's but. where I'm wearing my championship <laughs> shirt again. Very much so run it back Sky and four vibes after that game. And of course, too, um, in just to start off with yesterday's game, the odds were really stacked against the sky. Uh, first of all, they were wearing the blue jerseys, but we right. already proved that the blue jersey yes. curse has been broken. Yes. Like first and foremost, uh, so Ka was out with a back injury, too, yes. uh, which was uh, she was probable at first. And then she was uh, she was listed as being out very last minute. Uh, and uh, Coach Wade also entered health and safety protocols <laughs> it right was so before. Random. It yeah. was just so random. I was just like, what is going on? But I wasn't worried because, I mean, come on, it's Minnesota. <laughs> yeah, it is Minnesota. It is Minnesota. Uh, but, yeah, I always see Coach Wade masked up at games. Like, he is always just very meticulous in, like, you know, being safe. Uh, but, yeah, hope all is well with him. Um, but, anyway, uh, this, yeah, uh, spoiler alert, the sky pulled it off yesterday and let's go ahead and gravitate towards those three big wins but before we do that you know did you know that you could win by downloading the points bet app and using code chgo when you sign up and if you do that right now you'll get two risk-free bets up to two thousand dollars but that's not it if you make a fifty dollar or more first-time deposit you'll receive a free chgo membership and that unlocks all of our web content and you'll even get a free shirt of your choice from the chgo locker Uh, there is also a really dope a chgo sky shirt which you know specifically uh supports me and sabria so please do that uh so uh that's two thousand dollars in free bets a free chgo membership and a free 
t-shirt from the CHGO Locker, all for making more than a $50 first-time deposit at PointsBet. If you have any questions, you can email pointsbet at allchjo.com, and we will help you out. Not me, but someone will. So your home for live in-play betting just got better. See an edge in the game that you are watching. Is your favorite team, the Chicago Sky, are they primed for a comeback? Like, wait they would never come back just mainly because they're currently on top. So just don't watch the game, bet along with it live. There's more live betting, more live markets and faster live cash outs. Follow along with your bets the moment they hit and stay in the live action all game long. So download the points bet app right now and use promo code CHGO. What are you waiting for? Elevate your betting game and live your bet life with points bet. If you or someone you know have a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER for crisis counseling and referral services. All right. So uh, I titled this next segment, The Shot Heard Around the World, because you already know what shot I'm talking about. Uh, Yeah, it was the deciding shot in Sunday's big 88-85 win over the Minnesota Lynx. So, uh, yeah, Courtney Vandersloot has absolutely been balling out in these past three games, scoring scoring 25, 15, and 18 points, respectively. Uh, she hit the game-winning three-point shot just as time expired. Um, so I know you want to talk about the shot. I want to talk about the shot, uh, but just watching that play, there was lots of patience, uh, lots of time just to find an open shot by both uh, Emma Mieseman and Courtney Vandersloot. Uh, so did you scream as loud as I did when the shot went in? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Before, I, but I was already screaming because I was upset that they lost the lead because I'm sure everyone it was like, are we doing this again? Mm-hmm. And then I was like, it was like dead silence. We were like, okay, what what are we going to do? What's going to happen? And then it looked really iffy with the first possession. Then she gave it up. And then we we're like, okay, what's going to happen? And then when she let it go, we were like, oh, that's going in. And we absolutely went insane. Yeah. So uh, the Lynx came dangerously close to coming back on full. Uh, they went on a 19-7 run from 6.33 all the way to eight seconds left in the fourth quarter. Yikes. Uh, but yeah, it seems as if uh, this team once again uh, showed that, yeah, fourth quarter salute. You cannot beat fourth quarter salute. Uh, she just comes in, in there, just completely uh, finds a way. Uh, and so that's probably the one thing that I'm like the most impressed with this team is that they always seem to find each other. Uh, these players look as if they've been playing with each other for quite a while. Uh, so I was especially like just impressed by that, like, unspoken communication between Meese and Sloot right before that shot happened. Yes. Whew. So uh, to you, what was the most concerning thing uh, that you saw in that game? I mean, just, just that they don't, they make it harder on themselves. Like we talked before, it, it's harder for them to maintain a lead for some odd reason than to get it back. And I get it. Maintaining a lead over 40 minutes is absolutely going to be harder than using 10 of those to, you know, catch up at the last minute. But they got to stop that. They have to stop that. Granted, it's like, okay, Coach Wade wasn't there. Kyle wasn't in. But actually, that also made me a little bit concerned, too, with, like, you know, certain rotations being better. Um, I think a lot of people have commented on Dana's minutes and, like, not seeing as much Dana. So, yeah, I don't know. Not too much concern, but more just like indifference right now. Hmm. Yeah, 
Definitely. It's mainly because, uh, yeah, I mean, we've seen, compared to plenty of other WNBA teams, the Sky have a very strong bench. And so, uh, yeah, I can see what folks mean when Dana needs more minutes. There we go. Thank you, Glassic. Uh, just mainly because she has such like incredible potential. And I even feel like that um, is a little short-sighted. I feel as if like she's just such an incredible player. Uh, and uh, we have so many other just really great players on this team that I can very much understand why she might not get as many minutes as, say, um, like a Rebecca Gardner um, or uh, an Azari Stevens. Well, Julie's apparently oh, getting... And, and Julie, too, yeah. ...her minutes. So mm. a lot of thoughts on that on the timeline. I think even the commentator said it during the game yesterday, which was really odd, but I don't know. I just don't want us – like I understand prioritizing certain players and rotations, but when you have someone like Dana who showed up a lot last season, especially in the postseason, I just don't want us to do anything that mentally takes her out of – that mindset and knowing what she can do. So I'm just hoping that, you know, we're good and we're focused on the playoffs more than just winning a game here and there. Absolutely. A Sky Show brings up a really great point. I bet if Wade was coaching, we'd see more Yuru versus Sill and Dana. But with Amra, he seemed to go more playoff rotation to make sure he didn't lose. Uh, and so I can understand that. Uh, it's kind of like the equivalent of, you know, playing 2K, uh, like maybe back in like the last time I played was like 2015. So it's like, yeah, just playing with the Warriors every time to make sure that you win and you have the best possible lineup like at your hands. Um, yeah. Oh, I like this other comment. I think it's because of Dana's height, but Dana is a beast. Yes, yes. I definitely agree. Like as, you know, a shorter girl myself, I think someone seeing someone like Dana being able to play uh, gives me a lot of hope and also gives me a lot of confidence too. Uh, but it was Coach Wade himself that said, yeah, it's not the size of the fight in the dog. Wait, did I say that right? Yeah, it's this. It's the, no, it's not the size of the, the, the dog yeah. in the fight. It's yeah. the size, size of the fight in the dog. Yes. So uh, I messed up that quote. So did Coach Wade. So we have that in common. <laughs> All right, so I think probably the most interesting part of this game uh, was uh, Sylvia. Uh, just that pregame video, uh, the Sky properly gave uh, Sylvia her flowers. Uh, they have seemed to done to have done the most than other WNBA teams for Sills, Sills last season, but of course I feel as if this is absolutely understandable, though. Um, but anyway, uh, how what are, what are your impressions on? Uh, how this guy handled uh, Sylvia's like last appearance. So I think it was it was from a team standpoint. I think it was it was cute. It was mm -hmm. I think she loved it. And like to go back to your comment, we think it's the best. I mean, it probably was just because they like this was her home. For me, this was considered a homecoming, honestly, and it was very poetic. And there were a lot of elements to this game. Um, and I think they did a great job, but we don't even really know what other teams are doing. We don't see it. We don't hear about it. I mean, we, we really don't know. Now, a lot of people were asking, how is she supposed to get that chair back on economy? And <laughs> I saw that too. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, wait a minute. That's a great question. Is this just for show? Like, is it from like Bob's discount furniture? And then they can just send it to her house wherever that is. I'm not sure. 
But I think it was a great gesture. It fit her personality for sure. And then the um, the gift from Candace at the end was also yeah. really cute. I saw that too. Yeah, uh, where uh, Syl walked up to uh, Candace's mom, gave her a hug, and I, I didn't see what the gift was, but I heard it was like a like a scrapbook type thing. Yeah, yeah, that's what it looked like. Yeah, it was like so incredibly. Yeah, it it, it was sweet, especially like if it was like a handmade, like homemade gift. Like, yeah, yeah, that's that. what it looked like. That's definitely what it looked like. I love that her mom came over. Um, I think it showed a lot of what I've been talking about, especially like the end, like their end hug, the hug before, the hug after. It's something that I feel like we should have seen. Mm-hmm. Um, I. I'm always getting in trouble for my tweets, but I'm going to stand on what I said yesterday. Oh, yeah, yeah. That Speak on it. We should have gotten more promotion for that at the league level, um, at the cross-team level, at whatever level it should have been. I think that story should have been told. It deserved to be told the same way they do other stories of rivals yeah, or yeah. friends that are now rivals, and they are probably just rivals turned friends. And I would have loved to see – more of that like maybe that's a game where maybe I would have wanted to see them mic'd up or something yeah yeah just mainly because you knew that uh the chirping was was probably highly entertaining uh, you, you know that they probably had some interesting conversations on the floor to one another mm-hmm. uh but yeah uh, you know if if anyone tells this story at least we're doing so on this show uh so here we go I'm gonna pat ourselves on the back for a brief moment <laughs> Um, all right, let's talk about Thursday's 82-59 win over the Sparks, uh, so against her former team. Candace Parker once again messed around and got a triple-double. Uh, there's 10 points, 10 assists, 14 rebounds. And uh, she wrapped it up right at uh, five seconds left in the third quarter. Uh, so uh, she is the first WNBA player to record two triple-doubles in one season, uh, in case you missed it. The first one was on May 22nd uh, versus the Miss. Uh, but yeah, this was a really messy game for the Sparks. Uh, they shot 25% from the field uh, and 22% uh, from three uh, in the first half. Uh, and the Sparks bench scored just two points on, in the first half, uh, while on the other hand, Azure Stevens chipped in 12 points off the bench in the first half, which is a team high, which brings me back to my earlier point. No one has the bench that we do. Just to have Azure coming off the bench and being able to drop all these points, um, like we said, and we'll talk about the Aces in a little bit, like we said last week, the way to really defeat the Aces is to knock out their starters and get to their bench because their bench is... Eh. Um, <laughs> and it looks as if uh, we ran into that same thing with the Sparks here as well. Um, but anyway. Uh, just okay, well, hold on, hold on, hold on. You know, I'm going to say the, the Sparks are just different because what I think they end up having to use their bench sooner because of a certain player that likes to keep fouling out as of late. Ooh, yeah, um, I know who you're talking and about. And that same person just doesn't put up the double-doubles that they – I feel like they walk into a game as a guaranteed double-double and it just hasn't been converting as of late. So I think, like, that's unfair because me personally, I would actually want to start Ono um, instead of Liz just from Ono's production. I think maybe with Liz not being in the, in the beginning and not getting into early foul trouble, that might actually strengthen their bench. The mm-hmm. other thing is I know that Jordan Canada has been dealing with something and yeah. she was a threat when they played 
Chicago in the home opener. Absolutely. And then you have Kennedy Carter, who I think could also be a threat. So it's just like, I actually really like their bench. I think they, they have one. And then, of course, like Lexi, I know it's been kind of weird with Lexi starting or Katie Lou, and then Brittany was coming off the bench, and she mm. happens to start as of late. So it's like, I mean, she had a game the other day where she came off the bench and was like the leading scorer. So I think once they figure out who's their starting lineup and who's in their bench, I think they have the potential to probably have like, honestly on paper, like top five benches probably this season mm, yeah i i knew that you were talking about liz like just right <laughs> off the bat there it's like a oh okay <laughs> but i won't say too much because i don't want to get in trouble with them again either so i'll be quiet okay i'm sure there's an interesting story there but that is a story for another day <laughs> let's move on to tuesday's very historic 104 98 comeback versus the aces uh, so this is a wnba record uh, they had a 28 point deficit at one point. So I want to point this out that this is a preview of the Commissioner's Cup match, which will take place on July 26th. Uh, so the Aces scored a season-high 41 points in the first quarter. Uh, they also made seven three-pointers. Uh, they were shooting 63.6% from the field uh, and from the three-point line uh, in the f- first quarter. So I know you said earlier that, yeah, if you fall behind early, it is hard to catch up. It is hard to get back ahead. But somehow this game was just... Well, I mean, I think they do. it. I think it might be hard for everybody else, but for some reason they thrive off of that. I just think it's harder when Candace is on the floor. So mm-hmm. that's what I, I happen to say, like, right before this game, she is the difference maker, in my opinion, when they are behind and coming back. And like I said, you get um, you get the ACES starters in trouble and they have to go to their bench. Look, I caught it. I said it. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. Uh, so there were two runs in the third and fourth quarter that definitely made the huge difference. Uh, so this guy did close in on the Aces lead. They went on a 26-7 run uh, for, at 60 uh, or, or six minutes uh, and 52 seconds to four seconds left in the third and then uh, re- continued that run to, uh, yeah, uh, 7.34 in the fourth quarter. So uh, all in all, 31-9. Like that is, yeah, that is. That's insane. Yeah. And I I think that that, the problem with that game also is that they're never going to let that happen again. So I'm kind of just like, uh, maybe you all should save that for later. Oh, the the aces are never going to let that happen again? Yes, absolutely. Like that's one of those embarrassing games. And I think maybe Kelsey tweeted about it the next day about them watching film. It's like that's a team where I'm not going to say like, don't fight back. Obviously, we enjoyed that win. It was a great win. But doing that so early when you're about to play them again in the Commissioner's Cup, I mean, it might as well, depending on how many Sky players get an all-star game, with Coach Wade coaching and then Becky Hammond as their coach, it's probably going to feel like Aces versus Sky again in the all-star game. I just feel like they might have woke them up. Like, you all might have just poked the bear in that sense. And the Aces are absolutely not ever going to let that happen again. Oh my goodness, yes. The, the the Aces, if they didn't know before, they know now. <laughs> anyway, this guy also made a season-high 43 field goals, uh, so shooting was certainly on the strong side. Let's talk a little bit about Azure Stevens. Uh, so uh, she... Uh, tallied 19 points and she went seven for eight from the field. So uh, I wrote down here, I know we already spoke about this, but how lucky are we to have the bench that we do? Very, 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 very yeah. lucky. Z has been, I don't know if it was her getting on Twitter or what, but she was like a completely different person this season. And I'm, I love this for her. 
Mm -hmm. He looks like she's having so much fun. I'm almost like, I want to be out there with you. I'll probably mess us up because I can't play, but you make me want to play. <laughs> yeah, for real. Uh, I I love like her Twitter too. She's always just posting all of these like inspirational, just fun quotes that, you know, just make you feel all warm and fuzzy inside. Yeah. And yeah, her Instagram is also really good too. I know now like we've talked about like her Instagram game uh, and her, her uh, airport TikToks as well. It just looks as if she's having a good time. Yeah, did you see that picture um, with her and Lexi at the Sparks game? And the and she, I think she posted it, and then Lexi was like, uh, or no, Z was like, what do you all think we were talking about? And Lexi was like, I was asking why next time y'all gonna, gonna bring my ring. Now, why y'all didn't bring Lexi her ring? That is so rude. <laughs> oh my, yeah, actually, you know what? I did see that. Wait, they didn't, they didn't bring Lexi her ring? No. What? And they, they have one more game. Um, they play the Sky soon i think i can't remember i just looked at this like looked at it on the schedule like earlier before i got here but they have one more chance to bring it because it makes sense they gave diamond hers when she came here mm -hmm. but obviously they didn't have them that's right when they came here for the home opener and they don't come back here again mm -hmm. so maybe they'll bring it to her. i wouldn't mail it if i'm lexi like y'all definitely got to come bring it yeah, exactly. If I was Lexi and I'm like, uh, y'all need to give that to me in person. No, I need like an entire array of cameras around me. I need people to see this. Yes. <laughs> All right. So Sky Show says uh, 714 is the next Sky Sparks game yes. at LA. All righty. So 714, Lexi gets her ring. I Finally. Hope so. <laughs> I hope so. And that's what, two days after we play Atlanta, I think? So the mm -hmm. All-Star game, then we play Atlanta, and then we go to L.A. Hmm, sounds interesting. Sounds mm -hmm. like those could be – actually, I feel like those could be two wild-card games. Like, I feel like those are two teams and two games that they could take you by surprise because I don't think people expected L.A. to win the game that they just won. That shocked a lot of people. Who was it, Seattle? I feel like I'm just making, no, it was absolutely Seattle. Hmm. And then their flight got, so their flight got canceled to Seattle. This is, and this is what I'm talking about. When we talk about um, expanding the league mm -hmm. and people talk about Canada or even just the Bay, think about that. Seattle and LA are like right there. So for their, their flight to Seattle to get canceled, because I was talking to Brittany, because I knew what time their flight left. Mm -hmm. And I'm talking to Brittany, it's like, midnight maybe chicago time if not like two actually it might have been midnight that time so maybe two o'clock over here and i'm on facetime with her and i'm like why are you on a bus <laughs> and she was just like oh yeah our flight got canceled i'm like dude this whole time i was literally thinking that they were there because the flight was so much earlier in the day i had no idea and then after the game their other flight got canceled so some of them left at like 3 30 in the morning like they were, so I guess they were supposed to leave maybe right after the game. I will have to double check. But I'm just like, it's just Seattle to LA. Yeah, it's, uh, that is not, or it shouldn't be that far of a flight yet. Uh, yeah, these travel schedules, uh, I just hear about them and I get tired. So, and honestly, I'm nervous <laughs> because I have been seeing like, I had a fight situation when I went to LA. And I'm seeing a lot on social media about the airline um, pilots going on strike and stuff. Yeah. And so now I'm like worried 
because a lot of these games in July, because of the condensed schedule, they're so close. Like, mm-hmm. there's not too much room. And then after the the Aces game the other day, there was a fire there, and they couldn't do their post game, and they had to leave immediately. I'm like, what is going on? Yeah, I saw that, too, that someone smelled something burning, and no one really knew what was going on, and then they just had to evacuate, and... Yeah, that this is all very nuts. So uh, anyone tuning in to this who is new to the WNBA world, uh, these players have to deal with a lot of weird conditions, just really just very late flights, very early flights. Sometimes flights get canceled. Uh, sometimes you'll see Azari Stevens making a TikTok in the airport uh, to keep herself amused uh, and like we've all been there before, but uh, yeah, there's so many things they have to deal with, and of course that there's also basketball too. In case you forgot, everyone, uh, yeah, th- th- these these players also have to deal with playing basketball at a very professional level level at the same time. So yes. plenty of variables that can certainly throw monkey wrenches into things. Yes. Whew. All right. Otherwise, uh, did you have like any big takeaways from the last three games we saw from this team? Um, that otherwise we're gonna run it back. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean they have been playing some incredibly solid basketball. Uh, Just everyone looks great. Uh, So I I'm not super worried about cause injury. Um, I also thought that her courtside fit looked really great. Like it was really it was really bright. Like was bright. Yeah, I was watching the the video of them throwing water on the coach. Yeah, and I was like. And I for completely, I'm like, who is that in this bright yellow? I was like, oh, that's Ka. Oh, yeah. She had her glasses on, too. And she yeah. was jumping on the court mm-hmm. afterwards. I'm like, Ka, sit down. You are not playing. <laughs> Have a seat, please. Because, you know, like, after they win, they be hitting each other so hard. And I'm always so concerned at these celebrations. And then, like, before the game, I saw Seal pick up Sloot. And I'm like, Seal, didn't you? Stop it. <laughs> like, you just came back off an injury, too. I need y'all to just stop touching each other after celebrations because I'm always so worried. Oh, I didn't see Syl picking up Sloot. She, she just picks her up so effortlessly when they were hugging each other before the game. Like, she just picks her, like, feet off dangling in the oh, air off oh the my ground. God. I was like, Syl. But then I remember, and I got so sad. I'm like, you know, like. This is going to be the possibly the last time Syl does this on the floor too i know because right. i i mean let's be real i don't think they're gonna make it to anyone's postseason that would be nice but just the fact that like if again we need to do a show on the sky to whoever like other team pipeline because when you think about how many great players have played for us and then like mm-hmm. went on to win rings and now we finally got one it's just like oh what could have been because we really had some great people mm-hmm Absolutely. The, the, the sky to WNBA ring pipeline is a yes. real, a real Us versus thing. Dallas wings. I'm actually very excited to see what that will look like one day in the future. Cause you know, people call them Dallas wings university. Like you graduate <laughs> from them and then you go on to like a good team and then you prosper. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, that's so great. <laughs> Bailey Caldwell says y'all pipeline. <laughs> Uh, Dallas. Dallas. Yeah, I agree. (laughs) 
Oh my goodness. Uh, so yeah, in case you were wondering, you were listening to this podcast, uh, thanks to the great folks at CHGO, uh, part of the All City Network. We got podcasts and live shows on every team every day, uh, post-game shows for most teams, uh, premium written content for all members at chgo.com, dope merch for all teams, literally all teams, a free shirt when you become a member, and a members-only Discord called the CHGO Lounge. So uh, sign up. Uh, it's really cool. I, you get to see uh, more work from uh, fine folks like us. So you can follow CHGO Sports. The handle is CHGO underscore sports. And once again, follow the CHGO Sky account, CHGO underscore Sky. Our memes aren't as good at say, as a Sky show, but we are trying. We are trying our best. Uh, all right. So moving on to... Uh, our last segment, Court of Law. We should have some in- intro music for Court of Law. Yeah, we're going to have to look mm-hmm. into that database um, and pick <laughs> up. Yeah. So it's just so much to talk about. Um, it's, but see, it was like I didn't want to do too much because I'm trying to think about what we could talk about next week since we aren't going to be here and just looking at what we can possibly look at for all star mm-hmm. yeah um but a lot has happened i don't even remember were we here before the all-star selections dropped or after i think we were here before okay so we yeah. haven't even discussed the fact that everybody ranked sloot as the eighth best um no, point guard we, we, so, we, we have not talked right, about so that eighth where and then they ranked Candace, 13, the players ranked Candace 13 and Skylar Diggins Smith 14. So there was some potential subtweeting, some Instagram posts going on about that. Hmm. That was very interesting. And then when they dropped the graphic, okay, so then they made Sue and Sylvia co-captains yeah I, I did see that Asia and Brianna Stewart's one and two fan vote rankings so that was kind of a thing and then in the graphic because I clearly just tweet for my own health they put Sue in the middle of the announcement graphic of the all-star starters and there's 10 of them so I'm just like the amount of like commitment it takes to put someone in the middle of a 10 person graphic just really blew my mind especially when you think about the fact that they named Brittany Griner as an honorary starter she could have been in the middle but of course still was right next to Sue because Mm -hmm. that's that's what they're trying to make it a thing and I'm not mad at that being a thing but if they were gonna both they should have either both share in the middle or it should have been BG in the middle So that turned into a whole, like, two-hour spaces conversation after that. Um, More news came out today about BG. I don't know if you... I I did see. um, Yeah. uh, I'm not going to lie. I I feel just incredibly uh, disheartened by the entire situation. Just mainly because it doesn't seem to be getting any better. And I'm trying to feel hopeful. Uh, and I'm sure you probably feel the same way, but it's, yeah, I am not really sure what else. Uh, like, yeah, I'm honestly at a loss for words at this, how disappointing it's been. Yeah. So I just, 
like obviously this isn't related to court of law, but just feeling like something that should have been brought up needed to be brought up since it was a lot of news coming out today. So I feel super ill-equipped to go into detail on it. So I would just say, if you're listening to this, I would encourage you to go and search and see what updates have come. Um, I'm sure more will be coming actually in the next few days. And just remembering that as we process this, so do the players. And that just has to be so hard for them. And I think, I think the league is at least trying to not act as if it's not happening, but like try and be some happy place. Like this is a lot of their happy places. So to see something like this come into what is supposed to be their happy space right. just makes me so sad. So I'm hoping if, if nothing else for that, I hope this is like the best all-star in the history of all-stars, but we don't know what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, I, I'm really hoping that it's yeah going to just be the, the most epic all-star game, but at the same time, it's, it would help if we knew a little bit about it. Yeah. So I can't, <laughs> so I can't say too much, but I think you got the same email that I got. Yeah. So yeah. we know that there are things, ha- at least we know there are things happening. It looks like a jam packed, Schedule of events mm-hmm. across yeah. what Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Interested to see how things roll out. Um, but I just hope that people come out. So I, I was driving on like 95th yesterday. I think that was yesterday, one of these days. And I saw a sign on the CTA. I don't have you seen any of the signs anywhere? Uh, the signs promoting the All-Star yeah. game? Yeah. I have not, actually. Okay, so there's, there's one. I did see one, and I was really excited and proud that it was so South. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yes, this is on 95th. Like, I think these are the people that absolutely need to know about it and be there. So I'm glad that that's there. But then right after I tweeted about the picture, someone responded and said, the link on the website still says coming soon. Like, there is no information on the website. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Oh, I didn't even know it was in Chicago until yesterday. Oh, my goodness. See, Sky Show said that he saw it on a bus ad on Western. All right. So, uh, yeah, well, definitely the more exposure uh, this game gets, the like definitely the better. I have, however, seen the Sky ads uh, for Marquee all around the city, though. So- I have beef with Marquee. But, like, I can't get in trouble for saying this, right? They don't sponsor anything over here. Okay. I have beef with them because <laughs> let me tell you about how – I don't even, dang, I keep, like, the days are running together. My brain is, like, broken. But it was some game where we were watching, and it, like, clicked off at the end. Oh, Candace's triple-double, the last shot that she made to get her the, the 10 points after everything we had been through, right before the third quarter ended, Marquis cut it off. Oh, my goodness. And I was just like, Marquee counter days. And then someone else responded, <laughs> and they were like, this is like the second time that has happened. Someone else said, after last time, I know better than to watch it on there. So I'm like, well, I wish someone had told me because I was sitting here, like, yelling, so excited. And I just love that for her because, like I said, I got in trouble for tweeting something about that game, specifically regarding the video. Mm-hmm. So you know how we didn't give Lexi – the video and I'll yeah. talk about that. I didn't appreciate did that. And I was like, well, is Candace going to get a video? And 
um, our good sis Annie was the one who I was talking to, and she was like, "Well, they said that they gave her one at the Pavilion or the the thing everyone was calling LA Fitness that they played in last season. That that's apparently where she they played the video, but I don't think she was there." Like, I, I was confused because I tried to, to figure it out. And there were some people who were saying this was her first time. Regardless of whether or not this was her first time back in L.A., this was absolutely her first time back in crypto. So I felt like, you know. Oh, the crypto.com arena. Like, how good, like, you know, if nothing else, to do it back in her home that gave y'all some rings. I don't. If she wasn't there, I think that makes it even worse. Because, like, okay, you had a video, cool, but did she see it? No. Yeah, it's just sort of like, yeah, like, the, what's the point if she's not even going to see it? Right, it's, so so after that exchange, I was like, ooh, I hope Candace go crazy on y'all. And she did, and then I missed the, the moment that mattered after watching the entire first few quarters. But I also think that was perfect. Like, I couldn't have written it any better. Y'all just voted that lady 13th. First, y'all said she was overrated back in, like, what was that, the bubble season or something? Yeah, I knew that she was injured at the convention center, but I know she didn't play, but I just don't know if she was there, Leah. Um, but I know that they voted her most overrated one year. The players voted her, her most overrated, which I think is hilarious considering some other people who have made conversations as of late. And then the year she won Defensive Player of the Year, none of the coaches voted her on all-team, first or second all-team defense. So... You know, like, the media, I think, have some say-so in the the end-of-the-year individual awards. But the coaches, I believe, select the all-team. Okay, so Bailey said she was there. Okay, cool, but it doesn't count because it wasn't staple slash crypto. Um, And so now for them to vote her 13th, I was like, are we talking about the same Candace? Like, are we... Are we watching the same thing happen? So I tweeted about the fact that she was voted 13th, and I was just like, I think that's so weird because as from a fan perspective, I knew that there was history and hate there because of them voting her most overrated, which was wild. And then I don't know how your defensive player of the year could be the whole defensive player of the year but not make first or second team all defense, which I feel like was like a first actually. And then y'all both heard 13th, and I was just like, that's so crazy because when you ask people, like, if you even look at them afterwards or before, she hugs everybody. Everybody hugs her. She's always celebrating, like, with Sloot's shot. She came over there celebrating her. Everyone's always hugging her. When you ask other players about her in any interviews, everyone has so much respect for her. They love to play with her. Mm-hmm. They grew up watching her. So how y'all don't like her? Like, I was confused. So I tweeted about it, and someone said – I don't understand this take. These points aren't mutually exclusive. Someone can be a terrible person who is rude to everyone off the court and still get respect from everyone on the court because they are a beast. It happens all the time. Now, who said this? The tweet was deleted, so I won't say who it was, but the person that said it is like a W insider type. And I thought that was really interesting because what do they have to do with her playing basketball? They were yeah. not voting for Miss Congeniality. This is yeah, all-star. Exactly. And then she went and dropped a triple-double on y'all heads, and everybody was just talking <laughs> about how Sabrina Inescu, Inescu did the same thing. Was it against us, actually, that game it in New was. York? And, and she and got that triple-double in three quarters. And they still lost. And they still lost, and, they, and she did it in three quarters, and everyone was making a big deal. I think they were like, it was the first triple-double where the team – 
the the team of the player that made the triple double lost, mm-hmm. and it was the first triple double I think in league history in three quarters. Yes. So then yes. y'all tried to play Candace, and then she went and dropped the triple double on her old team's heads back at home and won. And I didn't see nearly as much about that as other people. Yeah. I am looking at these these front court rankings and so uh yeah I I see the 13th uh, so Candace is sixth overall on the front the, the front court uh so she is third in the fan rank seventh in the media rank and 13th in the player rank there are five players ahead of Candace in the front court um but I'm like I'm like who are- the I'm disrespect. Like, that's what I'm saying. I'm the like, disrespect. Right. Well, Connecticut, we're taking that from you because y'all not disrespecting no more. The disrespect and the C stands for Candace because why y'all play with her? And so then after she was the – so she's now the first person to have three career triple-doubles. Mm-hmm. That's what the 13 stands for. One person with three career triple-doubles <laughs> because y'all really just tried to play her, and then she went in and embarrassed all of y'all. So oh. now what? I'm looking at number 10 here. Uh, Emma, Emma Mieseman was ranked ninth. I mean, I, I love Emma. Emma's a great player, um, but I don't think I would rank her higher than Candace. Uh, I knew they were tripping when they put Sky. And you, like we've talked about this, I'm not necess- I'm not a hater of Skylar. Now I will say that as someone who used to be a UConn fan, I did not appreciate her knocking um, Maya Moore out the out the Final Four back in the day. So that's where like my beef with Skylar comes from. It has nothing to do with her in the W. But she has been – she is carrying Phoenix for the most part this season. And y'all put her 14th? <laughs> yeah, I see that too. Yeah, 14th. And the contrast is really stark here. So the media ranked Skylar Dickens-Smith third, and the fans ranked her fourth. There's – I don't know. There, there, there's a little bit of <laughs> – And they were – they're wild. And so – this is another thing where it's like, okay, so here's where we are. We can't change any of that. Interested to see who they're going to announce as the reserves. But I just don't really know how to feel about them adding Sue and Sylvia as co-captains. Like, I feel like this is one of those examples where as much as I hate to compare the MNBA and the WNBA I think they did a pretty good job when this happened before. I think someone brought up with two other people retiring. Can't remember who it is, but they like save spots for them. And I would have been like, why don't you make them assistant coaches or like something else where, Mm -hmm. because you know, at that point we know that they're going to be there probably. I just was like, okay, well you can make it like a passing of the torch, but like, would they really have done this if Sue didn't mention that she was officially retiring? Like, let's be real. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm i not sure. Or mm. even if, like, Sue just kind of was like, oh, I don't know if this is going to be my last year. Let's, you know, let's see. Um, hmm. Yeah, the, the yeah. whole co-captain thing can just cast me a little confused because it's sort of like, I don't know, it, it almost seems like it's a little, like, I don't know if uh, patronizing is the right word for it, but... Right, exactly. But I'm just like, okay, so I would have preferred y'all to do that. And then my other thing with All-Star, I was like, okay, well, what about, and I'm I'm always going to say this, what about Candace Dupree? We did not get to see her retire. We didn't, no. Um, if that's what it is looking like, that might be the case. 
And so there are some other people. So also, we're not making a big deal out of um, Breon January. I love Breon January. I I can't imagine my fandom in the WNBA that's been 14 years long without her. And she's not getting the same either. So why don't we use All-Star? It's where a lot of people are going to be. It's like the one time your team doesn't really matter. Why don't we use All-Star as like a a one big retirement celebration party and honor them there? Because I remember one random Las Vegas Aces game, Ty Young announced her retirement. Yeah. Because that was like the last team she played for. But she had been other places so much longer. And I'm just like, I hate that they feel the need to do that because they don't really know if they're retiring. But it's kind of just like, oh, well, I guess I have no choice. And then they announce it to make it look official and to get their flowers. But, like, all the flower shops in Chicago, let's just give it to them at All-Star. Like, let's do something like that. Like, I don't understand. Like, we don't need to rewrite things. Some stuff is right there. Let's make it easy. I think we all deserve it. Yeah, Bailey said in 2019, the NBA named D-Wade and Dark special editions of the All-Star team. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Thank that. Why didn't we do that? Yeah. I just, uh, you know how I feel. And I hate to say it because I feel like I'm sounding like such a hater. But I just don't like all this forced attention. Because I, I that's what I should have put in the graphics for this was that All-Star announcement. Because why is she in the middle? Yeah. Did you see it? <laughs> I did. I did. Why? Yeah. Why? Yeah. We're, we're putting her at the center of attention. Like just literally. Yeah. Like, like quite literally. And yeah, it's sort of like, why? It's, it, it's 10 people. I don't understand. Do anyone in here make graphics? You make graphics, don't you? Why on earth would you take a 10 person graphic and put one person in the middle? I wouldn't do it. Exactly. Wouldn't do it. Like you just messed up all Five the symmetry. Exactly. <laughs> you just messed up the symmetry for what? And people were arguing. You know, that was like back then when I argued with people for like all of last week. But they were just like, someone was like, who is supposedly being centered? It's Sue. It's always Sue. Dude, she's literally in the center. Like words mean things, people. Right, I'm not yeah. just being poetic. She's literally in the middle. So I just think like when we can be more honest about that stuff and we look at the discrepancy of like Sue, Seal, Brian, January, Candace Dupree, who's not even able to do this stuff. Like, let's talk about it. And I think that I would love if the league, the teams, everybody involved would look at fan or media criticism as constructive criticism, as that, as as suggestions, because we love y'all so much. We don't want y'all to keep missing the mark instead of just being so offended by it and just not wanting to to listen to us because I'm tired of tweeting about it and I don't want to sound like a hater but like read the room people read the room and apparently they messed up speaking of reading the room apparently they're pride shirts (laughs) they're not in the color is not in order the colors are not in order I saw that too (laughs) and I I almost ordered one too (laughs) and and, and, and then then I noticed it and then I'm like oh wait Wait. And so the and so if anyone from the league is listening or anyone that has the power to make a call to the league, can you please, you know, rally that they start a focus group or something? <laughs> because I feel like there are way too many pride people in that league for you to not print that right. 
Yeah, it, it's definitely a case of you could have asked somebody. Somebody. <laughs> There's a lot of things. I, I wake up every day like y'all could have asked somebody, anybody, <laughs> anybody. So I don't know. Then, yeah. So hopefully um, we can ask them when all star stuff will be happening officially. So if you're listening, if you're in Chicago, if you're coming to Chicago, Stay tuned, tap in with us since we won't be able to make this announcement next week. Just stay tuned with us on our handles, the CHGO Sky Show handle. Because Grow the Game is, I can't, again, can't say too much, can't say too much. But I can say that we are being brought on for something. And we will be taking part in something. And we will announce it when we can. But we're definitely trying to, we made some pitches to make some things more fun. So I would just say... Make sure you have gas in your car, wear comfortable shoes, and stay on social media. And that's what I'll say. Mm, all right. So three very good tips. I, I want to add a fourth tip on in there. Stay hydrated. Drink water. Make yes. sure that your hydration levels are high. And if you're coming to All-Star and you decided to stay an extra day like some of my friends for that Atlanta Dream Game, Go to www.growthegamew.com and get discounted tickets to that game and any other game. We have some crossovers coming up as well. Shout out to women's soccer. Wink, wink. Oh, wink, wink. So, yeah, stay tuned. We got a lot of stuff. Absolutely. Yes. Uh, definitely purchase your tickets through that link and uh, Grow the Game gets a cut of ticket sales, which is pretty cool. Uh, I actually shared the link with my coworkers oh, uh, and uh, yeah, I, I've had a couple of them show out to some games just because of your link. So oh, uh, always happy to see new fans, new faces in the stands because that's what we're here for. We are here to literally GTG grow the game. Uh, but yeah, I uh, as abstract and how incredibly just unknown our plans are right now. Uh, I am very excited for All-Star. Uh, I am excited for this hypothetical All-Star situation. Uh, I, I think it's going to be, it's it's conceptually great. Uh, I am completely just making up what this looks like in my head. And I, I, I mean, I, I think it's cool. Um, <laughs> but anyway, uh, yeah, uh, CHGO Sky uh, we're going to have some pretty cool stuff lined up for All-Star. So this is exactly where you want to be for that. Yes. Uh, so just as a reminder, we are on hiatus next week. It is the 4th of July. Uh, you will not be seeing me or Sabria lighting off any fireworks or nope. taking any iPhone firework videos. You will not be catching any of us doing that. But otherwise, uh, that's pretty much our show. Yep. Uh, so thank you for tuning in as usual. Uh, follow the show. It's chgo underscore sky. You can follow me if you see fit. My handle is Scuriosa, spelled S-C-U-R-I-I-O-S-A. And definitely follow my wonderful co-host, Sabria Whitaker. Her handle uh, is her first and last name, Sabria Whitaker, right there on the screen. Anyway, all of you have a lovely rest of your week, and uh, we'll see you real soon.